Hello, everyone, and welcome to There Will Be Movie Reviews. I am your host, Ryan Holmes. With me today are two of my very closest friends, uh, a new member of this uh, series is Jason Burnett. Uh, Jason, why don't, you, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little about yourself. My name is Jason. Um, I'm not like the biggest movie guy, but I do enjoy just like talking about them and stuff. And like, I do respect that Ryan has a very fond passion of movies and it's cool. And I, I like talking about them with him. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and Cole. Cole is a person that has been on this episode before. He was actually uh, the first, one of the the people that I did the episode with for Step Brothers and Superbad. So, Cole, uh, why don't you introduce yourself again to the audience? Hello, everybody. It's good to be back in the studio, um, the you know COVID safe studio, of course, on the Zoom call with Ryan again, and uh, obviously great to have you here too, Jason. Welcome to the show. I hope you're uh, I hope you're going to stick around for a while. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's get started. So today we're going to do a little a, things a little bit different. We're going to be talking about some a television show. Uh, this television show is very very popular. Uh, for audiences all around in North America and parts of Europe. Uh, this show is called The Office, U.S. version we will be talking about. And we're going to be discussing, I think, the top three episodes of all time. So we'll start from three and go till two and one. And we're going to be taking a deep dive and break the episodes down one by one and talk about why we love them and why they're so good and why people think they're the best episodes of all time of the show. Um, so I'll start us off. So with the first episode we'll be talking about is the injury. The injury was directed by Brian Gordon written by Mindy Kaling. Uh, it aired on January 12th, 2006 and a little fun fact before we start is this episode is BJ Novak, who plays Ryan and is a writer and producer for the show, is his favorite episode of The Office. And I don't know about you guys, but can you agree that this is, you know, probably, I think, the funniest. Maybe not the best, but it is possibly the funniest. You can debate me here, but I don't know. Can you agree? Who wants to go? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Ryan, I definitely think that the injury is one of the funniest episodes. It just has a lot of like chaos going around. And, um, Dwight is just such a big part. Dwight is personally one of my favorite characters. I really like Dwight. I think he's really funny, but in this episode, he just like takes it to a whole nother level. One that we haven't even seen yet in the series, because this episode is only from, uh, what early or about early season two, early season two. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we just get to see Dwight at one of his funniest points where he has a concussion and he's like being all nice to everyone. He's not keeping up the facade that he usually has. <laughs> it's just funny to see him at such a weak point compared to how he tries to act. It's just, and that's just one aspect of the episode that's funny. There's just so much going in that episode. It's just one of the best ones. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know if Jason wants to intervene. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I really think how um Michael takes the severity of his, foot injury like to another level it's just uh 
really funny how he just over exaggerates everything. He uh, one part that I really found funny was um, when Dwight was getting the cat scan for his concussion, and Michael tried to sneak his foot into the uh, yes the machine. That was that cracked me up. That was really funny. Yeah, I, again, the, this episode is it's to another level of chaos. There is so much for going on, and right from the beginning, Pam gets a phone call from Michael of him screaming on the phone that he's injured as he burnt his foot on a George Foreman grill. And what a ridiculous way to injure, uh, injure yourself is clamping your foot on a grill uh, in the morning <laughs> while he's trying to cook bacon. And so I don't know who wants to explain what happened to Michael. How, why, why did he get this injury? What stupid way did he get this injury? So Michael wakes up in the morning and he accidentally clamps his foot in his George Foreman grill. I mean, I don't see what's so weird about that. He no. likes the smell of bacon in the morning. He puts <laughs> them on before he goes to bed. He wakes up to the smell of bacon. He accidentally clamped his foot. I don't see what's so ridiculous about it. Oh, cool. Oh, cool, Daxon. How can you be so naive? Shut the hell up, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll begin. As, uh, as I was saying before, he, he wakes up with the and injures his foot. And immediately the office you can even tell he is the butt end of the joke for most of the time he doesn't really notice it and my, that's part of michael's character is he 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 needs friends he needs people to appreciate him and look up to him and also he wants that the idea of people thinking he's a mentor or he is he he's their great leader and yeah, boss he needs the validation from exactly yeah 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 um and so in this episode, he's asking all the office members to treat him with respect. And at the very beginning, he wants Pam or Ryan to come and help him. As those are the people that are kind of below him. And he treats as his assistants and um, especially Pam. He, he thinks of Pam as an assistant to him. And uh, with Ryan, uh, the same kind of way, his little, his little mentor that he, um, or as a mentor to him. And, but Dwight he comes into this scene and he is so worried. What is going on with Michael? What is going on? So, uh, Cole, I don't know if you want to explain what happens to Dwight after this. So Dwight, obviously Michael's uh, right-hand man, <clears throat> comes to the phone and rushes. Says, Michael, are you okay, Michael? And um, Michael, you know, isn't exactly, doesn't care too much for Dwight. And he's like, don't send Dwight, don't send Dwight. And Dwight's rushing out the door. And uh, as we see him pulling out of the parking lot, he hits a pole and <laughs> destroys his car, gets out. He's looking all dizzy and he vomits over his car and then drives away. <laughs> Something is up with Dwight. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, yeah, this is where the episode really begins. Dwight has gotten his concussion, and he is going to get Michael. Um, and this is one of the cold openings that uh, actually relates more to the episode. It, usually some of the cold openings, uh, you know, are little like pranks by Jim that don't have any um, any any relation to the episode coming after the, oh, after the opening credits. And it begins with Michael 
entering the office with Dwight, and you can almost tell Dwight is looking. He's he's weirder than usual. He's got a little. He's he's got like a little underbite, and he's like got these weird looking eyes, just looking at at the office at everyone, and he's super confused. And you can tell he is definitely injured. Um, but yeah, so. This is when, oh yeah, so Michael yeah. comes into the office and he's telling everyone he has his his foot wrapped in uh, it wrapped in um, the little bubbly wrap, and <laughs> Jim starts popping it and messing around <laughs> with Michael, and he's Jim asks uh, where are you shipping your foot to, and then uh, Michael comes back with where are you shipping your, and he doesn't finish because he can't make the roast, and Dwight says your foot <laughs> and because obviously Dwight is messed up at this point um one of the another thing I love is how yeah again Michael is trying to get this um attention he needs because he has this one thing that he this injury that he wants people to um appreciate or like help him with and he even says in um one of his talking heads where he you know, he doesn't want to be treated special. He just wants them to treat him like a cripple or a disabled person as they would find anywhere. You know, he wants to be treated with respect, which kind of is a, a, a double entendre of what he's talking, what he's saying, because he wants, or, or it's um irony, because he wants, uh, he doesn't want to have people all over him helping him out, but at the same time, he really does. And that's what's so great about michael scott he's a he's a he's a, he's a bit of a character as uh uh many people will say so cole i don't know if you want to take it a little bit a little charge here so um i think we've probably i don't know is there anything else that we want to add to this episode well yeah there's there's definitely some scenes with uh yeah i think i think we can talk about the whole uh, there's a very, very funny things that go on with Dwight. I think we should talk about Dwight. So, because he is one of the key parts of this episode too, not just Michael, whereas he has this concussion on the uh, this other side of the episode, where as part half of the episode is leaning towards a uh, discussion of Michael's injury, and then and then uh, Dwight's injury, his concussion. And so there's tons of hilarious sequences, little short bits of the episode, uh, you know, where Dwight's just typing out his name, Dwight, 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 uh, like a bunch. Or when he goes up behind Angela and smacks her in the butt a bunch of times. Or when he's telling Pam, where he's saying, Pam, part of my duties are to... And then doesn't finish his statement. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's and, a lot of funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, you can talk about another one that's super funny about that if you want. Um, well, one of the things that I think is that makes this episode super funny is that Michael actually brings in uh, Billy, the landlord, yeah, <laughs> who is disabled, and he's like treating him all different. And he's like, "Yeah, I just get into my wheelchair, same as I do every other day." And he's just trying to make light of it. I mean, it's not a big deal to him being disabled at this point. And Michael just makes it so much about himself and it's so uncomfortable. And uh, it's just a classic office moment, really. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the, there's, the last five minutes of the episode are them taking Dwight to the, uh, or to the hospital, uh, Michael and um, 
Michael and Jim in, in Meredith's van. And as soon as they get to the van, <laughs> uh, Dwight's all messed up and he asks, where are we going? And my, Jim goes, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. And Michael goes, <laughs> or Michael goes, oh, I'm so sick of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> we're going to the hospital, Michael. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew that. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird thinking that Michael's hanging around Chuck E. Cheese with a bunch of little kids all the time, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a classic episode. I, I understand why people love it so much. It's definitely the reason is just because it's it's so chaotic. It's so ridiculous. It, it's it's hilarity is beyond par. Um, but yeah, I think the, the next episode we can talk about is a two-parter. Um, you know what, Jason, I'll get you to read the, uh, little portion of what the next episode we will be discussing is. All right. Yeah. So, um, the next episode, stress relief, it's a, it's a two-parter, uh, total of like 40 minutes, I think, uh, written by Paul Liberstein, uh, and directed by Jeffrey Blitz, um, Dwight's, uh, his little drill, uh, fire alarm, uh, like he's just, um, testing everyone on their skills on what to do during an emergency. So he, uh, he starts a real fire in the office. Um, and that, that causes a whole bunch of chaos, a bunch of screaming and all that. And, uh, leads to Stanley actually getting a heart attack. Um, and then, yeah, when Stanley returns, Michael learns that, uh, He's actually the cause of everyone's stress, uh, or Stanley's stress. But then, after the exercise, uh, the meditation exercise, it he's he gets proven that he's the cause of all the stress because uh, Stanley's little device. Yes, and that's what brings it to the part two, and I'll talk a little bit about the part two episode. So, part two, Michael believes that his stress, is, yeah, he he understands now that he is the what is stressing the office and he, he says he never believes that uh that he would ever be the reason for um stanley's heart attack and uh, because of because of the stress in the office and he wants people to relieve their stress by saying how they feel and, and having a roast of michael scott which is just a terrible idea because almost everyone in the office you know, has hatred, a little bit of hatred towards Michael, maybe not the same amount as everyone or as each, not the same amount, but, you know, everyone has just a little bit, just a little bit of, you know, oh my God, I, I can't stand Michael Scott. Yeah. Uh, and so it creates chaos and Michael is super sad and super bummed out by it. And, and he ends up, uh, you know, going through his feelings, taking a, having a personal day. And he goes to, he goes to the park, feeds the pigeons, and then he comes back, and confronts the office, uh, he roasts them too, roasts them back, and it, it ends in hilarity. You know, you see Stanley having a great time cracking up, and finally he's, you know, you're, you're happy finally that he has relieved the stress of Stanley, who is obviously the one of the main parts of the episode. Um, but yeah, and that's what's, I think uh, another thing that's great about this episode, it's a two-parter, you know, uh, you get to watch 40, what, 40 minutes of uh, The Office and this episode, uh, the this episode aired um, right after Super Bowl in 2009 
on a Sunday. And it was kind of weird because usually the episodes air on a Thursday, but an episode on uh, the Sunday Super Bowl, Super, Super Bowl Sunday. And this episode brought in over 20 million views, making it the most watched episode of the entire series. And it even won an Emmy Award for Outstanding, direct, outstanding Directing for a Comedy Series. So it, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Another fun fact I'll say is uh, the opening scene in which the characters frantically scramble to escape Dunder Mifflin's office is due to what they believe a fire. And that took about a day and a half to shoot. It, 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 it took much longer than an average 45 minutes of shooting time for a scene of that length due to the amount of stunt work involved. And there is a lot of it, that scene again is so chaotic and you're able to take this, so, so such a boring uh, thing, which is the office, you know, it, it, it's, it's a boring aspect of life. I think is being at the office and they're able to make it so chaotic. And that's what people love about the show, I think. And, but I don't know. I've been, I've been, so yeah, I think what was funny about it was um, how Michael's expectations for the roast were. They they thought they would all make fun of like <laughs> how handsome he is, how how great a boss he is, and it just <laughs> turns completely against him, like uh, telling them how much he hate uh, they hate him, like telling him how dumb he is and all that, and uh, yeah, yeah, and his response with the um, the uh, snare drum and the the cymbal uh, from the, after that one joke. I forget what it was, but like. That was just, that's something that, like, the little things like that really made the episode great. Yeah, there's there's another really chaotic scene is when they're doing the CPR training, which I love, and it is just ridiculous off the walls. There is so much going on. Michael, he has Rose come in, the CPR uh, trainer, and she's, uh, <laughs> it starts off with Kevin on the ground, and he's pumping and he, he's trying, he needs to beat, uh, he needs to pump faster. And he just says, call it. And <laughs> so letting the person die, which is terrible. And then Michael comes in and Rose says, asks, are they breathing? And he goes, no, Rose, they're not breathing. And they do not have any arms or legs either. <laughs> and, uh, you know, little things like that from Michael just make the episode, uh, episode so much better. And then also Dwight's at the same time super mad and everyone else is distracted. Stanley's not feeling well either because he's coming. He's came back. Uh, he's come back to the office, too. And he's watching this. <laughs> and so uh, all of a sudden, yeah, he, he, they get Michael to uh, pump to the beat of staying alive. And he starts singing uh, staying alive. Uh, and um a little thing that's really interesting, which I thought was really cool. In 2019, a man in Arizona helped a, another man having a heart attack by remembering the CPR training shown in this episode. It's pretty crazy. So the office really did save lives, technically. So that, that's pretty cool. Um, Jason, <laughs> would you save a life if it were up to you? Of course I would. And I would know how due to... Would I, Ryan? Yeah. Do you got nothing again? It's a simple question. Um, another thing I really like about Depends. this episode is um, it's how ends on who they are. <sighs> it's how um, how Creed he only had two lines in this episode, and they both they were, <laughs> they were just both so funny. It was when um, they were doing the CPR uh, CPR training, and out of nowhere, he just tells Rose, 
you were in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. <laughs> just like completely out of context, interrupting yeah. whatever she had to say. Oh my God, it was just so funny. Yeah, another great part is, yeah, and Dwight comes in and intervenes again. He's uh, asking Rose, what do we do? I bet, do you know what we do next, Rose? And she goes, I have no idea. And um, ask, ask if he's an organ donor. That's what Dwight does. He cuts open the body uh, <laughs> and decides to... Um, decides to rip off the face too and put it on his face and imitate a scene from The Silence of the Lambs, uh, another great movie. And he goes, ah, Clarice. And then it cuts to the scene in corporate. Oh, it's so funny. It's so good. Um, oh, yeah, the jump cuts in that from like Dwight doing something to going to the corporate office where he's getting <laughs> talked to. And oh, yeah. it's it, two times where it happens isn't a lot, but it's, it's funny that it happened twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you really have to cut off the face of the dummy? <laughs> yeah, it, it's so great. And he goes, it didn't look real. I didn't think it would look realistic in the movie. Turns out it's pretty realistic. Uh, it, it, it's awesome. It, it, it's so good. And another thing that's going on with this uh, scene or this, this episode, these two episodes is uh, kind of more serious is Jim and Pam um pam's dad is you know having a rough pat rough patch with uh pam's mom and so he's staying at uh jim and pam's house and so uh that's kind of the underlining another underlining storyline um of this episode you know it, it's interesting to see it kind of brings jim and pam's relationship together it, it's it's cute it's fine it's 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 good it, it um add scenes to the episode and at the same time andy's watching uh the movie with them uh it's called mrs albert hannaday um <laughs> and jack black's in this movie too and jessica alba and it's not obviously it's not actually a real movie but it, it was made specifically for this episode and so andy's at the same time just like hearing them talk about something completely different from the film and he thinks they're talking about the movie and that they're actually movie geniuses because of it i think that's that was pretty funny um but it's a great episode it's a it's a classic everyone realizes it and i um i think the reason why it goes in number two is because it's a two-parter i think that's another thing is uh you don't you don't get those 40-minute episodes that often with the office um it's very rare. And another thing is, I think there's about three chaotic, hilarious scenes that you're just dying belly laughing uh, that go on. And that's the opening scene where Dwight smoking is going to save lives. That whole scene, uh, cold open, the staying alive scene, and then the roast of Michael Scott, which is hilarious because the roasts in that episode are just so good. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to discuss a anyone else wants to say anything go ahead oh uh, yeah one thing one last thing I want to discuss or uh, just mention about this episode was uh, the first time Dwight uh, went to corporate to talk with uh, like David and all that um, yeah. and then Michael started going on their side of the table and it's like uh, he just started saying we're not mad we're just disappointed when uh, <laughs> when they're they're actually mad at Michael and Dwight <laughs> and Michael just can't can't accept the fact that uh, uh, they're mad at him, and, and yeah, that's just really funny. Yeah, 
but yeah, um, I think that sums up episode two and the number one episode. Cole, would you do the honors of explaining this episode for me? And what number is this episode? What is number one? What is number one? Cole, tell us. The number one episode of all time, not debatable, is Dinner Party. I know. Big reveal. Oh. Yes. Gasp. So in the dinner party, Michael invites Jim and Pam and Andy and Angela over for dinner at his house with Jan. And it, it starts off with Michael having to sort of entrap Jim and Pam into coming over because they're always able to come up with excuses. Mm -hmm. He makes up fake overtime that was assigned by corporate. And then does a whole thing where he pretends to tell corporate that they're not going to work. And then uh, Jim is free for the rest of the night. And Michael takes advantage of this by asking him to go over for dinner. Mm. To which Jim can't say no. He can't get out of this one. So he has to go do it. Mm -hmm. And then that is when the, the episode really starts to get good. Oh, yeah. Once oh, yeah. we go so, to Michael and Jan's house. Yes, yeah, so I'll explain. So this episode aired right after the writer's strike of between 2007 and 2008. So it episode, yeah, so it had about, it had 9.2 viewers when this episode aired on April 10th, 2008. Um, so it was directed by Paul Feig, a uh, famous director, uh, directed... Uh, famous comedian, comedic director. Uh, he created um, the show Freaks and Geeks, also directed Bridesmaids. Um, and it was a big, he was, uh, he directed uh, a ton of the episodes of The Office. And it was written by Lee Eisenberg and Jean Stup Stupnitsky. There we go. There we go. And they say this was said by the cast members of Dinner Party to be the hardest episode to film due to laughter. And I don't know, have you guys seen any of the bloopers oh, yeah. or yeah. bloopers uh, from oh, this yeah. episode? And it is hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, you can talk about the bloopers, man. Like, even that is just funny. Like, uh, Cole, if you want to explain one of them. So there's this one blooper where uh, Michael's showing off his flat screen TV <laughs> uh, to Jim and Pam. And John Krasinski, while they're filming this, he just could not stop laughing when Michael was saying things like, oh, look, it goes all the way into the wall. And he would <laughs> um, go to push it in like one inch. John Krasinski would just die every time he did that. It was so funny. Well, it, it, yeah, stop laughing. it's so good because it just barely goes in. Yeah. It's just like when you're having a company over, just push it back. It's huge. <laughs> Yeah, or, like yeah. for the people who haven't seen the episode the uh the tv he he calls it a plasma screen tv but it's maximum like a 20 maybe 15 20 inch t uh tv it's just like the, the tiniest thing on like a big wall it's just <laughs> so funny and uh yeah yeah it, I, another thing i love is michael's bed too i can imagine them dying when <laughs> michael plops up on his tiny little bed 
uh, in, uh, you know, Jan has space, space issues. And uh, I've seen it. Michael just plops down on it and he's can barely fit. It. Oh, that would just be hilarious <laughs> to watch. You know, it, it'd be so entertaining to be on the set of the office and being able to watch. Oh yeah. It, it, yeah. It's hilarious. You know, um, you know, the writing back then, uh, you know, the last two seasons are, you know, it's, it, they're okay. They're fine. They're, they're not the greatest, but like seasons, I think two through five, I think are the best because you got, Oh yeah, man. It, it's just, it's awesome. Season four, you got Ryan and corporate, um, Jan and Michael, they're dating right now. Uh, Jim and Pam just started their relationship. Um, and yeah, everything in the office is just going great. You know, it's fun. Uh, every, everybody's pretty happy. But this episode kind of changes that <laughs> um, for Michael, uh, especially. Um, but yeah, so uh, another thing I, I love about the, this episode is, again, it, it literally shows the uh, the fall of Michael and Jan's relationship. At the end of this episode, they are done they are they, they they break up because she's throwing dundies everywhere michael's ranting about his vasectomy problem that he, he's had uh yeah and how um and they're just like you know it is so chaotic it is another chaotic episode dwight shows up uh, at the end of it and that's what people love about it is it, it another thing that's so great is michael and jan so i melora harden and Steve Carell do such a good job at making you feel so uncomfortable and so awkward. It is so, it's just like, uh, you're such, it, almost in that situation where you're just cringing the entire time. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Cole, you can, you can intervene. Yeah. It's like, that's one of the big things that the episode, that the whole series of The Office like runs on is, um, that more dry humor. And this episode's just a perfect example. Like, there's so much like jokes on Michael type humor that we see so much. And it's so, it's so interesting to think how, even though every episode kind of follows like a similar formula like that, mm -hmm. um, they're able to keep it. I mean, they're able to keep it relatively, you know, fresh mm -hmm. despite using the similar formula. It just keeps working every time we see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. just, uh, it yeah. just really goes to show that it just is like a, one of those really good shows where you can sort of see the same thing over and over again, just because of the creativity of the writers and stuff and the actors, a lot of it's improv too. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a couple questions because another thing about the, this episode that's uh, is kind of funny is that scene where Jan plays Hunter, the hunted music, you know? You take me by the hand, made me a man. That song, it's, it's great. Do you, okay, do you guys honestly, do you think it's a good song? Do you think it's like, it's catchy? Do you think I it's mean, a good song? catchy. You I can remember it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think but, it's just because of that part. It's part of the show though. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, another thing is, do you think Jan cheated on Michael with Hunter, the assistant? Oh, yeah. No doubt. I think so, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of implications. Yeah. Like, even at the end, she's like, like, at the end when she gets fired at the end of season three, she's like, 
you know it's a little too much like the hugging and like the yeah i think that she kisses him on the cheek yeah well like, like that's the weird thing it's like this weird but also feeling of like not knowing <laughs> that makes it so <laughs> funny because everyone else is seeing it too for the first time and she's like dancing all weird oh yeah kind of like uh what's going on so it's just kind of funny yeah, and there another thing that's like so cringy about the episode is they're constantly calling each other babe. It's so oh, yeah. forced, and oh, you yeah. can tell they're just like you can obviously tell they're forcing their relationship. Like, or Michael is at least he's he hates being with her, it's terrible. Michael's in this awful situation with Jan where he hates being with her, and she's like taking control of his entire life. Like, poor Michael, though. Yeah, do you think you can feel for Michael and like? like a lot of the episodes i mean kind of and the ones like that a little bit you know yeah i don't know like i i, I don't what do you what do you think jason like do you feel for michael in some episodes or i think obviously you do like in the, yeah where he, where he goodbye michael you know obviously and i think there, there's a couple scenes like uh that i've seen you know at the end of survivor man where uh Jim and uh, Michael are talking about, you know, how he, he tried doing the birthdays all together. Um, and Michael was like, you know, I tried that too. It sucks. He goes, you know, uh, I, I, and, he's, and then the mix of that's what she, she said joke. And he's just like, you know, I, j I just say, it, you know, when things get tough or, or when things get hard and Jim makes it, that's what she said joke. And they're kind of, you know, that's when Michael's kind of his true self and he's not trying to impress constantly. And uh, he's not, he's finally uh, not, out, or he's, um, yeah, he's just finally himself. He, he's finally where he can just relax for a second, I think. Um, but yeah, Jan in this episode just, yeah, she takes control and finally, they break up, which is good, I think, for his character, uh, yeah. where he obviously ultimately meets Holly. But that's for another episode, I think. Uh, um, but, yeah, I think – I don't know if there's anything else to talk about. What else? I mean, in the episode, you can clearly see <clears throat> um, how unhappy they both are in the relationship because, yeah. like um, – in the scene in the the house tour when they go to jan's office or uh her workplace when she make where she makes her candles she mm -hmm. she says that whenever she gets like frustrated or angry she just comes and uh, smells the candles and <laughs> yeah as, like right after actually i think right before michael does something and she just um she just goes off on a tangent smelling yeah. her candles and everything and uh yeah. that uh, appears later in the episode too when just one uh, they're doing uh, charades um yeah <laughs> michael's just way too outgoing way uh, too uh yeah yeah yeah. He's and, uh, yeah and jen's just not having it yeah it, they're obviously so opposite because michael's all about um he, he he's trying to entertain people constantly he's not he, he you know he's he's also he, he he's very energetic all the time he's trying to make people laugh constantly whereas jan's more sophisticated and controlling and doesn't let loose and just 
where and Michael wants to be happy and have a start a family, but Jan wants the opposite, complete opposite. And you can tell they're not right for each other. And it's and it's shown through comedy, which is great to see. And that's what people love about the show so much. Um, another thing, another scene that I love is the charade scene. Is just that's another chaotic turn, uh, chaotic scene where Michael's going, my 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 turn, my. Yeah. He's so crazy. He, he's just he's uh off the wall and it's and then they're just like messing up messing with michael jim's doing that too um yeah but uh yeah i I also want to ask another question though do you think it's kind of it's a debated question do you think jim is honestly one of the there's been like a debate uh if whether jim is a good character or a bad character a good person or a bad person because he's obviously he like mistreats dwight a lot who is obviously socially awkward he almost bullies him in a way too and he teases him and he teases michael too so do you think he's a good like he's a good person or a bad person what do you think well there's a lot of ways to go about this because like yeah he uh he seems to tease dwight almost for like uh getting a laugh out of pam yeah because he obviously likes her, and um, yeah, but yeah, and also yeah. Sometimes he goes too far with the jokes, uh, but you could—it's really uh, biased. Because if you're on the side of like Jim's a bad guy, you can point out things that that make him a bad guy. But like, yeah, yeah, and vice versa, you know. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Cole? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really like, I can't really make a definitive stance because, you know, he's mean and he teases them, but then he can be like super nice to them, you know, it's yeah. just kind of like a frenemy relationship he has with like, um, Dwight and mm-hmm. Michael, but, uh, you know, he's, he's not like super cold to them or anything. I yeah. think that's the other thing that, because there's times when Jim even realizes his pranks on Dwight were, too far like in one of the episodes where they're talking about um the complaints that dwight's made to him he talks about it jim's like realizing he's like wow why did i make all those this kind of seemed kind of stupid i don't know why i did that and also he's good to him too you know they obviously become friends he's his, his bestest mensch yeah uh, exactly the, in um the end of the show and he he's he's nice to him you know dwight saved his life and and jim wants to thank him and um tries and gives him the bobblehead case you know yeah it's um so i think a lot of people like make this uh, argument that he is just not good to dwight but another thing is dwight can also be an ass he can also be uh like annoying as hell and just be just terrible and like with megadesk when jim leaves (laughs) and comes back and he uh yeah, and also when Jim has like things on Dwight's desk and he just pushes them, yeah, on uh, back onto Jim's and like with no care at all. Yeah, and he's doing it. He's doing his dumb stuff all the time. Yeah. But, but yeah, totally. I know. It, I know what you mean. Yeah, but yeah, it's just a little thing I wanted to talk about. But I think that pretty much sums it up. I don't know about you. Is there is, uh, I think those are the top three episodes of all time. 
Um, yeah, I, I agree with that statement. They're very, very good episodes. They are. It's hard to, it's hard to think of any other episodes that are better than them. They're, they're always hilarious. It'll always make you laugh no matter how many times you watch it, I think. And that's yeah. what's great about The Office. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for listening so, so much. Make sure to follow my account on Spotify. You can follow me on Amazon Music soon. Very, very soon I will be available on Apple Music to listen to. There will be movie reviews. You can follow me on Instagram at the same name. There will be movie reviews where I post updates on the show and what episodes will be coming up next and uh, little sneak previews. And uh, soon we'll be showing some bloopers. Cole's going to be making some video bloopers because obviously all of this is not live and cannot be... uh, needs to be edited because there is a lot of uh, funny shenanigans that go on behind uh, these episodes. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. All right, guys. Thank you very, thank you so much for watching, listening to this episode. Uh, You can watch it on YouTube too. I will be posting YouTube videos very, very soon uh, with the episodes live with video commentary, but all right. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks, Jason and Cole for uh, doing this. A pleasure. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I hope to see you guys soon. Um, yeah, COVID is a pain, but we'll, hopefully we'll be able to maybe do a podcast in person. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lot I feel like that would be a lot better, too. It, I think like... it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for having me.